Welcome to Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and experience the performance engineered difference. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Trillium Flowcast. I am your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thank you so much for joining us. Today on the podcast, we're going to be tackling supply chain execution during a global pandemic. Very timely topic. And our guest is Webster Vidal, Senior Vice President of Global Operations and Supply Chain at Trillium Flow Technologies, which makes him the perfect expert to guide the conversation. So Webster, thanks so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, Hillary. I'm excited to be here. Well, all right. So the global pandemic, it has created an unprecedented supply chain environment of unpredictability and changing conditions, but also some new opportunities for globally sourced companies. You know, this is a complex challenge. So I'll start with this, Webster, you know, the ability to source and receive the quantity and quality of material to the needed or scheduled date. It's become a very difficult challenge supplier execution and labor issues, the logistics, the port issues, the material availability, all of those have become some real issues. We've seen elements of each of these in the past, um, the frequency of the issues and each hitting all at once. That is unique. So I want to ask you, how crucial is a robust supply chain to mitigate the risk? Uh, thanks, Hillary. And it's a great place to start. You know, I mean, you, you said it in the question or the intro a bit, right? The unpredictability, the unprecedented nature of this. And ultimately, there's no playbook for this, right? Anytime you've got a global supply chain or really a supply chain of any type, you're it's never easy. You're always going to be facing one of those variables that you listed, and it's always going to be a, a an opportunity. But this is very different. The length of time that each of these variables have hit and collectively have hit has just created a very unprecedented situation. And, you know, ultimately, a, one great way to combat that or mitigate it is to have a robust supply chain. And so, you know, if you've had the forethought and the strategy to put that in, uh, certainly prior to the pandemic, it's, it's paying in spades over the last two years. And, you know, what, what's the definition of robust? So there's a couple of different ways to look at it. Certainly one is in the quantity of suppliers you have. You know, are you sole sourced, you know, for, for a lot of your components or some of your critical components or, or really any of them? Or um, did you have the foresight, you know, to have secondary suppliers in place, tertiary suppliers in place um, that could handle those capabilities? Have you developed production parts with them? Have you established a relationship, Right just a huge piece of um, being robust. The other the other key element on robustness is the location of your supply chain. So many of our supply chains today, right, are, are global. And naturally, you're doing that for economies and scale and things like that. But did you, again, have the strategy or foresight to have some options in terms of a regional supply chain or a local supply chain? Oftentimes, that, that comes at a, you know, consequence of cost. But in a situation that we're facing today, having that local or regionalized supply chain takes out so many of those variables. And ultimately, a lot of the cost uh, equation, the total cost right now, in many cases, that regional uh, option is is, 
lower cost because of all the port challenges, because of all the delays, because of all the expedite fees. And so when you look at those two critical variables uh, in terms of robustness, um, those are key. And then to your original question, how crucial is it robust? I think it's one of the primary ways that you uh, would combat this unprecedented, uh, unique challenge that uh, we, we have and have experienced over the last two years. Yeah, the last two. I mean, everything's been very unpredictable. And, you know, you have nearly 25 years in manufacturing and supply chain experience under your belt. So in your experiences over the past few decades, you've seen a lot of changes. How important is leveraging the customer relationship to manage through the supply impact? Yeah, absolutely. You say past few decades, I feel old pretty quick. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's a great question, right? Because that's the other side of it, that we have to look at this thing holistically. And when these challenges come about, the ones we're hurting are our customers, right? That's the livelihood of our business. And um, they're number one. It doesn't matter good times, bad times, difficult times. And, you know, when things get really difficult, I think there's just a human nature, right? to not want to communicate bad news. And especially when it gets as important, you know, and on a platform of, of your customers. And that's the exact opposite strategy that you want to be taking, right? It's a great opportunity to further that relationship with your customers, call them early, call them often, update them regularly. And ultimately what you wanted to create is furthering that partnership, right? If you engage them, it's, it's really surprising. What can come from that? If you tell them that bad news is coming or you explain to them the complexities and all the levers you're pulling, and then you can at least execute on those, they really can create a partnership that pays for years uh, in advance. And also the other element is as you get closer to your customers, you get to understand their challenges. What are their priorities? What do their end customers need? And what order? And that can provide a lot of relief in a really difficult situation. If you prioritize correctly and there's some items that you can move, you know, around in the, the priority scale, it can really make sure that you're maximizing um, in a very difficult situation the output to your customer, which is what you want to keep at the, the forefront. And so it, it's difficult to say that anything's more important, but it's also something that uh, too oftentimes is delayed because you want to get the perfect answer. And it's something that uh, you've got to do early and create that communication and then just follow up with them as you get the additional information. And then most importantly, execute to your plan. That is such a great point because, you know, on a much, much smaller scale, a lot of us have ordered appliances or furniture within the last, you know, year or two and had some major delays. And I, I think you're so right because the companies who have been really proactive about giving updates and explaining the situation and not trying to hide it or ignore it, but saying, hey, these, these are the challenges we're facing, but we're doing all that we can to help you. Those companies, I think most of us have really hung in there with because we appreciated the, the transparency and the willingness to you know, continue with those updates and stay in contact instead of the companies who you don't hear anything from and you never know what's going on. It does make a big difference in building that trust in that respect. No, that's exactly right. And I mean, there's not a person on the planet, right, that uh, personally hasn't felt the, the topic we're talking about here in terms of supply chain for your personal items, right? It's either been delayed or not available. And just having someone to talk to and get an answer, it, it, it goes miles. And now, multiply that, you know, across multi-million, billion-dollar businesses, the impact's tremendous if, uh, if you uh, 
take advantage of that opportunity that's in front of you in difficult times. Absolutely. When we've touched on this a little bit, but you know, what are some ways that Trillium has reacted quickly and proactively and decisively to these changing conditions? And and that that was tough because and, and we have not been perfect by by any stretch. And and we have a, a lot of we've had a ton of lessons learned, a lot of opportunity to learn and grow in this situation because we talked about it on the first question, right? There's no playbook for it. And completely unprecedented on the length, the depth, and just the number of variables that have been impacted. And so nobody had that. And so, but when it comes down to this question, I think decisiveness is key and, and where you can um, take that decisive action early and often in this type of situation and be nimble enough to move, confident enough to move, have the processes, the team in place to be able to, to do it decisively and in a, in a quick fashion has in the rearview mirror has been so critical. I think those that sat back and waited and wanted more data and wanted a little bit more information and wanted to see really got behind the eight ball because it was such a huge challenge. And so, again, we we had opportunities to learn and win, and we always are. But I think it first starts with a focus on the customer, right? And so, as opposed to looking at financials and dollars, keeping that focus on the customer and having that be your priority. So you're willing to pay the expedite fee. You're willing to think outside the box to try to get them a solution is really important in this type of situation and making sure that you move quick and decisively, but you have your priorities correct. You know, some other elements uh, are, you know, we talked about a robust supply chain. Certainly having that in place um, is key to being able to move quick and, and being able to react and things like that. I also think there's some strategic items you can do in terms of how you purchase, right? Having that contact with the customer and doing that quickly and getting their priorities and then getting that those orders placed on your supply chain in the right order and making sure any part that comes out of that supplier or supply chain is the right part at the right time is ultimately going to align with your customer's needs. The other is strategically over-purchasing, right? For um, some critical components, right? Getting those in line that, you know, just they can't fail, they can't be short. You've got to have those. And so getting those orders on early, but also making their strategic parts where you're over-purchasing. The last one I would mention is um, a little bit separate from the supply chain, but it's just tackling the remote working environment, right? Companies, I think, that had in place a stronger culture, um, a stronger trust, an ability to move to a remote working environment and then be successful in a remote working environment. Because all of a sudden, you're not in an office environment. You're not in a manufacturing environment. You're not sitting your team able to make these decisions, these hundreds of decisions you make a day in that same fashion. The, your ability to adapt in that in a quick fashion, which I think ties back to culture and, and, and items like that, now all of a sudden a remote, if you were able to get on that path quicker, you were set up to be more nimble, more responsive, and ultimately uh, react better in this type of situation and uh, get your priorities correct and, and execute for your customer. Boy, that's such a great point because, yeah, the, the people who were quickly adaptable and, and had that trust with their employees and their network uh, when they had to, to work remotely, that made a huge difference. And, you know, I know we've talked about our, our relationship with customers 
But how vital is good communication with your suppliers um, and then just continuing to have a consistent relationship with them during a time like this? No, I feel like I'm saying everything's critical, but this is another good example. It, it, it's absolutely critical and um, it, 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 uh, it, it's difficult to quantify how important it is. So, you know, when, when we talked earlier, when we had the first question, we talked about logistics, port issues, material availability, labor issues, um, just the ability of a supplier to execute, right? And so... If you don't have that relationship established with your supplier and you aren't consistently communicating with them, preferably visiting them, but obviously in a lot of situations with the pandemic, travel was very limited. So if you don't have that closeness and have an, um, an understanding of how those variables are impacting their business, you're really getting behind and you're ultimately just uh, creating inefficiencies and and how you're working. And with the challenge we're facing, you just can't have that. Uh, you just get too far behind and it really snowballs on you. And so to have regular calls, to have a to have a solid relationship and to be able to leverage that and determine those variables. Again, we talked about partnerships with your customer. You absolutely want a partnership with your supplier and there's a good trust and two-way communication. And um, as you get those inputs from your customer of changing priorities and you understand what the supplier is dealing with, to inject that into the supplier in, in a strategic way as possible is just critical and, 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 uh, and very, very vital. Now, by that across a global supply chain and to have that relationship and be able to leverage that variable, it's just uh, it's invaluable. Well, it is interesting how the pandemic really brought relationships into focus. And we've we've realized how important that really is to keep those relationships consistent, healthy, great communication. Um, and it seems like, you know, these issues, they're, they're working themselves out, but we're still going to be seeing the effects of this for a while. So if someone is wanting to do more research on this topic, and, and maybe they're working through some of these supply chain issues, what would you recommend? Now, you know, engaging your customers, how are you dealing with Engaging your suppliers, how are you dealing with it? Um, networking, it, it, the amount of information out there is tremendous. And it's it's brought some, you know, very interesting strategies, right? I mean, many businesses now have management strategy around the supply chain that is so much more robust than uh, anything we'd ever planned for before. And, um, you know, a lot of businesses are, are more open to you know, performance management, you know, how do we advance and, you know, continue to make uh, our systems holistic. Um, and, and so there's a lot of options out there and levers to pull, but two years in uh, the amount of information out there is tremendous. There's a, there's a lot of avenues to look both in terms of people as well as material that, because uh, we know that the, the one thing we know is the thing's unpredictable. It's going to be around with us for a little bit longer. And the fortunate thing is, is we should all come out much stronger. The capabilities uh, accelerated. It's not that different than remote working, right? We go to remote working and all of a sudden we find that that's a pretty capable model. And now something like this, we're going to come out of this uh, advancing ourselves multiple years down the road because we've been challenged with this and we, we've been able to take it much further. It's such a great way to look at it because you know, this is a very timely conversation about supply chain execution. And I, I, 
think your attitude about it and your perspective is spot on. It's a great way to look at it. This has been a learning experience for everyone. So thank you, Webster Medole, Senior Vice President, Global Operations and Supply Chain at Trillium Flow Technologies. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Absolutely, Hillary. It was, it was my pleasure and, and really enjoyed the time today. Thank you. It's been wonderful. I want to thank all of you also for listening to this episode of Trillium Flowcast. Make sure that you are subscribing to this channel on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. We'll be back with more episodes in the very near future. But until then, I have been your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thank you so much for listening.